Hey, welcome to Ask the Personal Trainer podcast. I'm Nicola Smith, your online personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. So today's listener question is, Hi Nicola, I always feel tired right after lunch. Is there any way that I can avoid this? Now, first thing is, there's a number of reasons why this could be happening and the best place for you to start is just to take a look at what's happening at your last meal. So I, what's happening in the afternoon, what what did you eat for lunch? Because what you eat affects your body within minutes and what you have for lunch is going to affect your energy in the afternoon. So to begin with, first you want to ask yourself, like number one, what did I eat for lunch? Were there enough carbs? Were there enough protein? Was there enough fat? Was there enough fuel to maintain me? Was it too high in sugar? Was it real food? Was it food that's going to provide me with nutrients for the afternoon? If you have a food that's really high in sugar or too high in carbohydrates, this is going to cause a spike in your blood sugar levels, which then eventually have to come down. And so this is going to cause your blood sugar levels to plummet and so therefore your energy to plummet later on in the afternoon. If you eat a meal that's kind of too fatty or too protein rich for your body, then you might feel really sluggish or lethargic or maybe even moody because you haven't got the carbs that your body requires for the afternoon as well. So taking a look at how you're portioning your meals is going to be a really good insight to what's going on for your body. So you want to make sure that... um, First thing, everybody's been different. We've got different metabolisms, different digestive systems, history, workloads, stress levels, and so what you need is going to be different to me. But there is an overriding rule for this, and you want to look at your portion sizes. So start with this as a goal in mind. So for your lunch, you want to have about a fist size amount of protein, and you'll then want to load your plate up with lots of vegetables. So then the rest of your plate is vegetables, and then again, maybe you want to add in a fist size amount of good quality starchy carbohydrates. This amount here can differ person to person, and you may find that you don't need this, and if you were just to have a fist size amount of protein with lots of vegetables, then this is a good meal source for you. But if you're someone then you might want to experiment and add in that carbohydrate source and see if this affects you differently. Or you might want to say instead of having that carbohydrate starchy source, you might want to have a piece of fruit with it. So for example, you might have, say, a chicken salad for lunch and it's got chicken in it. So your fist size amount of chicken, which is generally around 100 grams of chicken. And then you've got this big, beautiful bowl of leafy vegetables and fruit. Uh, sorry, leafy vegetables. And it's packed full of, you might put some seeds and some nuts in there and drizzle it with some avocado oil, maybe some apple cider vinegar. And that's your basis of your lunch. But then you might want to experiment with your carbohydrate source. So you might then add in some leftover quinoa or roast vegetables to that, about a fist size, and experiment what what gives you the most energy. Is it the lunch without the starch? Or is it the lunch with the starch? Or is it that salad with a piece of fruit afterwards? So maybe you have an orange or an apple afterwards. And write a wee note for the afternoon. Which one of these lunches gave me the best fuel source? So then you can start to adapt that meal so that it provides you with more energy. And you can rotate the meat, you can rotate the vegetables. But you know as a whole, this is how you want to round out your meal so that it provides you with good quality energy. So if, for example, you were to have, say 
a muffin for lunch that's loaded with sugar and fruits. It's a really carbohydrate-rich lunch, and that's going to then cause your blood sugar to spike and then it's to come back down again. And Or another option might be that you have just a pure protein lunch or to, or that you skip lunch even, and so then this is affecting your afternoon. So a good way to find out what lunch option is your best is to simply experiment with a whole lot of different options and take some notes, work out what gives you the best fuel source, and then make small little changes. So for me, it's a, a lunch is based around vegetables, and so this is generally like a salad or leftover um vegetables from dinner I do lots of cabbage all the time so cabbage just sauteed in a pan and so that will then be left over because I cooked in bulk and then I might have um, some protein with that so again I might be cooking something and I'll be cooking it in bulk so if I'm cooking at lunchtime that would be dinner if I cook at dinner that would be lunch the next day and so I have that vegetable source and that protein source and then um, if I've done a workout I add in some a carbohydrate source or if not, I just have a piece of fruit. And I've found that this is my best formula for my lunch. And then for dinner, I don't need that starch sauce. But generally after dinner, I might have some berries or maybe um, more of a fat kind of meal. So I might have some um, coconut cream with some berries or um, something else that I may have made. But it's every day is different, and I listen to what my body needs on that day. But I know what my perfect kind of lunch formula is and my breakfast formula and the way that I've done that is by keeping food diaries and really understanding what my body needs. So then you might want to start to really rotate your meal sources and by rotating your foods you're starting to really understand and learn what makes great fuel for your body. So if you were to always have the same lunch day in and day out and you always felt the same you're never going to understand exactly what your body needs. So rotate things around. And the best lunch in the world and the easiest lunch in the world is cooking bulk for dinner and having that as a leftovers. And I can't you know, stress that enough if you get into making food in bulk. So if you're just a couple, there's two of you, cook for a family of six. If you're a family of six, cook for a family of eight and make sure that you've got that lunch option for the next day. So there's always something there healthy for you to choose from. And then play around with the portion sizes. Hey, so I hope that's helped you for this week's episode. If you've got a question that you'd like me to answer on next week's episode, please get in touch as I'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, have a fantastic week.